Well, salute. May that hard work continue, Sia Kulisi. It kind of leads... Maybe it leads us into the next story, doesn't it? Uh, it's interesting twist to what we are witnessing from leagues across the globe, in fact. Uh, and in recent times, though, with the, the new financial realities looming, uh, with the so-called cut-throat cost-cutting uh, amid all of this coronavirus pandemic. Now, with wages that have been halved, now big clubs... Uh, losing it's, it's stupendous amounts of TV money. Staff that's facing the axe, repercussions of football being placed on hold. Now, until further notice, it is being felt severely. That is the honest truth. And in an effort to avoid players and officials losing their livelihoods, uh, the Malawian Football Association is taking a different bold step, setting aside 200 in fact, 350 million to bail them out. And that is why we're going to be going across to Malawi to chat to the Malawi Football Association president, Walter Nyelimlandu. Good evening. Thank you so much for your time and welcome to Marawa Sports World, Walter. Thank you, Robert. Tell me about the difficulties that you had to face and the decision ultimately, Mr. President, that you had to make. Yeah, indeed, uh, we were put in a very awkward position uh, with the coronavirus in the sense that um, our league was about to start uh, uh, in February, and we couldn't kick off the league because uh, the, the, uh, of the outbreak of coronavirus, and uh, subsequent to which... Uh, most of the clubs in Malawi um, have failed to pay the players and the officials because they rely on get takings, large from get takings. And the very few clubs in Malawi are well sponsored. Most clubs are run by individuals. Mm-hmm. So we're in a very, very dire situation where we have uh, players that uh, are not guaranteed of any income during this period. And we felt duty bound to step in to help them out. Now, when you talk about the processes, and I'm going to be very particular here, Mr. President, because it's important that we all learn from each other's experiences. We learned yesterday from what's happening in Angola, uh, what is happening in Kenya, what is happening in France. And Malawi has set aside quite a large sum of money. How then do you plan, again, to distribute the money that you have, and for what period of time? Because, as you rightfully said, uh, that we have absolutely no idea of how long this is going to be going on for. Yes, indeed. So, first and foremost, what we did was to set up a task force comprising of our executive members, and they looked into the situation and did an impact assessment of how our clubs and the players have been impacted, including the fans as well. And uh, it became very apparent that we needed to step in. So... Um, uh, we, we, we agreed that we needed to, sac- to sacrifice the little resources that we have. We're not um, a rich football association. We largely depend on income from FIFA. So we looked at um, the funding we have for our projects. And we said that let's sacrifice this money. It's about 400,000 US dollars. Let's put all the, projects, all the projects that we had in 2019 on hold and uh, 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 divert the money to go to the players and, and the officials. So when I talk about officials, I'm talking about the coaches and the team managers and any technical personnel that are involved. We also looked at uh, women's football. 
we also look at the referees. So our priority now has been to, to, to focus on players and officials that are depending on income, that are depending on football for income, and say, since they have lost revenue, can we bail them out? Because we need, we need these players tomorrow, and their, 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 their health now is very important. So that when, once, the, once the situation has normalized, we need them to be in good health. So we've sacrificed over 400,000 US dollars, uh, by, by, by giving the players and officials a monthly stipend, uh, which is, less, uh, which is uh, uh, more than the minimum wage in Malawi. And uh, this uh, uh, package will start running from June for a period of nine months. We, we are saying we're ready to support the, the players and officials in Malawi in the top league all, all the way up until December. I'm um, hoping that within this period the situation will improve. I mean, that is, that is really profound because I was going to ask you, what period of time have you set aside for this uh, relief? And it is very great. I mean, it's, it's honorable. And I repeat again, as I said yesterday uh, to the president of the FA in Kenya, that for me, Mr. Nyamiland, when you are yes. in a position like you are in right now, it takes these bold decisions to say we have... 2020 FIFA Special Projects funding um, available for the relief fund. What do we do in the immediate future? Because you can't keep it and, and, and not know what to do with it in the future when there's a need right now. Would you say that there were any other individuals, maybe within the association or within football structures uh, in Malawi, that might have objected to your way of thinking? No, not at all. Um, I think everybody agreed that life was more important you know, uh, uh, than anything else. I and mean, we needed to save lives. And uh, at this stage, uh, uh, all gatherings have been suspended. There are no football matches. So there was, no need, there was no need for us to keep the money in the account when we know next year we'll get funding from FIFA. You know, it was important now uh, to save the lives of our players and officials and make sure that uh, uh, at least they're able to get basic food necessities in the house. You know, um, it would be painful to see some of the players struggling and sleeping on an empty stomach when we're sitting on the money in our coffers. So we uh, uh, unanimously agreed that we needed to do something else. Um, um, and uh, uh, our package uh, that has been given out to the players is at least to ensure that they're able to buy food and put food on, onto the table and, and, and support the families. It's not, it's not enough, we know that, but I think it will go a long way to, to ensure that they're not sleeping uh, on an empty stomach. Um, and we, we said, no, let's not just look at the men. You know, we also have girls and women that are playing football. You know, so we also look at the referees. Um, uh, what we did was uh, we, we, we have suspended the, uh, uh, the core activities to do with youth football development, uh, to do with academies, you know. And, uh, but we made sure that the operations of the association do not die. So we haven't paralyzed the operations because the, the operation funding is still intact and the money is well released. But we said, okay, let's not paralyze operations, but also let's, uh, let's save lives. We can always come back next year, you know, when the situation normalizes. And, and you know that it's increasing all around. I have it in very good authority that every single account of any human life that is affected by uh, 
the, 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 the pandemic, the virus right now, COVID-19, you are on top of your game. I know that you're going to be uh, writing. I don't know if you have already, Mr. President, written to FIFA uh, to request that authorization uh, with, you, you, you know, with the thought pattern saying that in June you want to start. And obviously that disimbursement of those funds to start in June. Um, but have you written and have they given you the thumbs up? What's been that uh, relationship of uh, communication between uh, FIFA and yourselves? Correct. So we, we had a word with officials, but uh, um, essentially agreed with FIFA that whatever we do, we must communicate. And we've given ourselves a buffer of one month. That's why we're rolling out this program in June. We want to sort out all the teething problems and get the necessary approvals from FIFA in the month of May. And hopefully, once we cross that bridge, then we can roll out the program in June, you know. So um, at this stage, uh, 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 everybody is excited back home. You know, the players and officials are excited. We're also excited. We want to do more. We know it's not enough. What we're saying is that if the situation continues to worsen uh, for over a period of six months, then we will consider this season to have been forfeited. Then we might as well start preparing for next year. But if the situation normalizes within six months or within the next three months, then we will start the season. Okay? It might be late, but we can always make adjustments into, into next year. So that's how we have planned. So we've, we've sort of planned for the worst case in the seven months, but we know that the situation might worsen until next year. So we said that let's Let's not wait for FIFA. FIFA is working on their own emergency service fund. We don't know when it's going to kick off. We don't know what item they will target. But once FIFA has, uh, has released their fund and said, this is what we must do, it can always go to augment the initiative that we have started, uh, which means we could do more to our players. We could do more to all the, uh, uh, the members in the ecosystem of football. Um, but it was always important for us to, to be in control of what we're doing. So we're, we're in control of the money that we receive, of the project funding. So we, we can dictate things on how things must be done. Uh, so at this stage, we're able to say this is what we will do. And uh, depending on what FIFA says, when they release more funding, which means we can reach out to a lot of people. I have no doubt that FIFA will approve um, uh, the proposal that we have set up because it's all being done with good intentions, and it's, it's also addressing the same purpose that FIFA, you know, is trying to drive now, you know, to save lives, uh, particularly during this period of the pandemic. The important thing, and it, it's all about sustainability, which is what you've addressed as the leader. And I also know, having studied what went through about 48 hours ago, is that as an association... The, the bigger plan again, Mr. President, is that you want to increase the yearly subversions uh, to the, your member associations uh, by almost, what, 50%, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken? Correct, correct, correct. So, so, Tell me the thinking mm -hmm. behind that. No, so we know that um, our member associations are struggling yeah. uh, with their operations because at the moment uh, they have no source of income. So we just didn't look at the players and officials. Uh, uh, but we also say that let's, let's look at the, our affiliates that run the leagues. They have a secretariat. They have to pay them salaries, you know. So in the spirit of uh, goodwill and helping them out, we decided to increase that subvention by 50%. And that money, instead of that money coming in later in the second half of the year, we're going to bring forward that money. That money will also be made available in June. Uh, because these are the people that are on the ground 
running the game of football on our behalf. You know, so we we have extended that standing to our member affiliates, apart from looking at the players and officials. Sure. I mean, this is very comprehensive, but also equally so. What is your drive like now to ensure? Because it's one thing supporting financially, uh, but it's another thing if people say, okay, now we've got the finances, so everything is fine, and there's a reckless nature of behavior. How are you trying to monitor again how the players, the officials, are, are, are keeping towards the stipulations and the guidelines that are guiding all of us worldwide as far as social distancing, as far as the utilization of sanitizers and masks and all of those things, just so that you, you keep within the body of football in Malawi everybody healthy? Sure. So let me, let me start from the, from the governance point of view. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, all the funds that are going to be dispensed you know, are done in a more transparent and, and accountable manner. So we're now in the process of validating beneficiaries. We don't want any ghost beneficiaries, and we don't want the money going towards the long individuals. So uh, we will be calling for accounts of all the football players and officials, where payments will be made, will be made directly to the beneficiaries, of course, with the express approval of the clubs and uh, the Super League of Malawi. So there's a process in place, because we know when the auditors come, we need to make sure that there's, 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 paper, there's paper trail and proof that the money did uh, 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 go to the intended beneficiaries. That's what we're doing now at this stage. Um, uh, we're cutting out um, sensitization campaigns. We've joined the, 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 the government and all uh, international communities and uh, making sure that uh, we stay at home. So we close our offices at home. Uh, we close our offices at the, at the association. We're working from home. Uh, just to demonstrate that, uh, you know, we need to uh, lead by example, and uh, we continue spreading the message that we need to uh, practice good health and sanitary measures. Uh, wash our hands, you know, every time we're out there in, in, the, in the public, wear the mask, you know, at all costs. If we don't, if we're not feeling very well, you know, call the toll-free line and call for help, you know. So um, if you're not feeling very well, you know, maintain self-isolation. So, you know, uh, we, as, as football, we've got a big voice, and we've got the captive of your audience. So this is the time now that football can step in, yeah. you know, to carry out this sensitization campaign and educate the masses that, uh, you know, COVID-19 is a killer. You know, COVID-19 is an enemy. This is war, you know, that has come. And uh, we're looking at the people as our fans, and we love our fans. We want our fans to stay healthy. We want our fans to stay alive. And we need them when the season kicks off. So, you know, we're playing our part. We, we have a, a technical center up north, brand spanking new, that we built with money from FIFA we haven't used. We have um, surrendered it to, you know, to the Ministry of Health to be used as a quarantine center in the north, which is one of our biggest cities. And uh, next, next week we'll be handing it officially you know, to, to the minister. So we want to make sure that uh, we, 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 are, we are playing an active role you know, during this period of the, of the pandemic. Absolutely fascinated. And you know what, Mr. President, we'll definitely be keeping in touch. You are our favorite neighbors, and uh, we, we, we always look out for each other. And I think the steps that you've taken right now have again shown uh, the level of leadership in you. Walter Nyamilandu, no, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your call and uh, uh, chatting with you. Really, really appreciate it. Stay strong and stay safe, Mr. President. You too, buddy. Keep well. Cheers.
All right, all the best. Walter Nyamilandu, uh, who is the uh, FAM president, uh, joining us on the line, chatting all things to do with the steps that have been taken, decisions that have been made. And again, feel free, 060-584-2250. Interact with us. Tell us exactly uh, what your thoughts are around all of these major decisions. People aren't sitting back. I mean, there's no time to go fishing or looking out for prawns or filling up your tummies or just... Chilling. No, it's not.